Hello and welcome to 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health in a serious but yet humorous way. Listen as I interview a wide variety of guests where we show our support as well as sharing our own personal struggles and stories with mental health. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and now it's time to talk about it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. I have two very special guests, my new friends, mental health advocates, uh, apparel company owners of Love Brain. We have Vince and Gracie. Welcome. Thank you for having yes, us. Thanks for having us. You guys We're are the excited. you guys are the best, and uh, I'm so glad that we linked up because we've been. I, I like forced my friendship on you guys. I, I found <laughs> you guys on Instagram, and I was like, I need a shirt, and I need new friends, and you guys are perfect. <laughs> so Love Brain is a company, an apparel company that supports mental health by sending out a message on the shirts so it starts conversation and breaks the stigma. Mm -hmm. Can you explain more about Love Brain, why you started it, when you started it, and how it's going? Yeah, absolutely. So we started Love Brain, well, for a couple of years, we wanted to have a company, like we've always been very entrepreneurial together, mm -hmm. and we weren't sure exactly what we wanted to do. Um, but I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, I really think it'd be cool to have some sort of mental health shirt, and I really just wanted it for myself. So I looked into like how I could just get one shirt because I didn't want to buy like a bulk thing or anything like just for myself. And I started playing around with um, this one graphics app. And so I was editing and I was making all this fun stuff and I ended up loving it. And I was like, this is so much fun. And I'm like, this looks pretty dang good. Like, what if we tried to sell this? And so I texted him. I'm like, so what do you think about like this idea? And then literally that night we, we applied for our LLC. We got our um, URL done. We got all of it like the first night, like got pretty much, we had most of our designs already. And um, I was like, you know, this is important to me because I have, you know, mental health disorders all of my whole life, pretty much have struggled here and there off and on different things. Um, and I was like, you know, this might be something good because I'm all about good messages and I always want to give back. And so the big reason that we did this too, was not only to spread awareness, but because we're able to give back and we do give a portion of all proceeds back to NAMI to help them can help our mental health community while still spreading the message so yeah you guys are doing a great job and i know with the uh the namey i've been uh they're a great organization mm -hmm. um they do so much that website is so interactive to find help um so that's oh, a great definitely. that's a great organization that you guys are working with when did you guys start up love brain so we officially launched august 13th uh, i yep. think yes. of 2020 so it hasn't even been a full year, um, but we were working like at least three months. Oh yeah, if at not least, earlier. Yeah, June, May. Yeah, June, we then, had the ball rolling. All the legal so. stuff and all that fun stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. And you guys, you guys are doing really well. It's very professional. Your website, your shirts, your designs, and you do have a good eye for making designs. Is it you that's going in on it, or is it both of you kind of making the designs together? Well, thank you. Um, I make the majority yes. of them. Um, <laughs> I most, which is why some it's of not, them. It's not hard to tell. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Vince is just yeah. the model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of them are a little girlier, which is usually because it's me who makes them. But he has had his hand yeah, in I, a lot of like the. I've come up with some of the things. Yeah. Yeah. You can that I, idea. No, as I you can see, mine on yeah, it's it's one of the best fitting shirts I have, and I love I'm it. I'm so glad to hear one. that. Yeah, he loves that one. Yeah. Um, and I know uh I'm I'm kinda I'm kinda losing you. I, I kinda only got a little bit of that, Vince. What what was it? Oh um 
I kind of push her to make a little bit more shirts that are for guys, because uh, I know a lot of the designs and a lot of the colors are a little uh, topical. <laughs> yeah. So he, he has had a hand in that, but yeah. for the most part, we do everything. So like the only things we don't do sometimes like some of the art, I'm not an artist. So like some of the art sometimes we'll have like a contractor help us, but all the designs, all the fonts, all the colors, all of that we do between yeah. us too. So. And you guys have about a million designs. When I was like looking <laughs> yeah. through the store, I was like, I'm on like page 10. And I, oh, like, yeah. I was like, which one did I like? And I like went back to page two and I was like, I'm just going to go with the high anxiety for yeah. now. <laughs> I'm having yeah. anxiety going through all these, but they're all great. My wife has one. We, you guys sent her uh, out one. I forget which one it is. I, I told her to take I a photo. which one she got too. And she, yeah, we'll post a photo of that soon. She needs yeah. it. And, then you're, and you're wearing my shirt, which is, uh, yes. which is lovely too. Yes, and yes, yes. We love that, it. How's that fit? Oh, perfect. I love it. It's so comfy and cozy too. Like it's not scratchy. Sometimes like, you know, t-shirts can be scratchy. This one's super nice. So yeah, I appreciate it. it. Yeah. Your shirt's great too. And I, I think we can just go back and forth and just saying how much <laughs> we love each other. Other, totally. uh, um, so you guys have been working since June, which is great. Um, so Gracie, you were talking about your past. Um, so do you mind talking about that if you want and how that translated into this? Like, what was your moment in your life? You're like, you know what? I'm going to start helping people. Let's do this for real. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's kind of funny. So my whole mental health journey started in seventh grade and I actually had family members that had went through a lot of mental health stuff. So I kind of saw mental health like firsthand and like mental health disorders and like how to treat them. And so I was pretty keen to like going to therapy and like doing all those things. My family was super open about it, which is a blessing because as we know with mental health, sometimes I just feel like it's, which is part of our whole message is mm -hmm. there's such a stigma around getting help and that, you know, you need these major issues to get help. And that's not always the case. Um, so for me, it was actually started more so with OCD, which at the point we didn't know that it was OCD. And it's crazy too, because once again, OCD manifests in so many ways that aren't talked about and people don't understand fully. And so mm -hmm. mine was like intrusive thoughts, which is actually pretty similar to um, like postpartum, like a lot of women have intrusive thoughts and it could be anything, but there's tons of different, you know, I don't know the word, but like different themes that you can have, but usually they're the complete opposite of who you are. So they could be violent or angry thoughts or mean. Um, and it's usually with uh, like for the people you love the most. And so these thoughts kind of go out of control and you feel like you're losing all control. And so in uh, seventh grade, I had these thoughts and it was, as you would imagine, miserable because no one really knew. And at that point, mental health, like, and that was, I mean, granted that was, gosh, probably like 13 years ago now, but even back then, like that, it still wasn't as known, you know, like we're still doing right. research and stuff. So mental health is like always evolving, which is great. And, you know, treatments and they didn't know that it was OCD. And so I went to therapy for a couple of years and got a lot better. Then went to high school um, and I started, things started to fall apart again. So mm -hmm. sophomore year, I had a lot of family stuff going on. I was going through divorce, a really rough breakup, traumatic situation, family stuff. We lost literally like three or four family members within one year um, had passed away. So it was a really hard time. And so then I started having panic attacks. So then it kind of went from OCD to panic. And obviously that's hard because you have to go to work and school and you can't just mm -hmm. have panic attacks all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't really work either. So then it was panic. Then I kind of went into a time period where panic calmed down, but then like regular everyday anxiety kind of started. 
then it went into eating disorders where I just wouldn't eat because I was I thought I was just like felt so upset that I just didn't eat but then it got to the point where like I was like well I kind of like the way I look and I have control over this so then it went to eating disorders then um and all through this time I you know I've been seeing a therapist and so I kind of through each stage like grew and learned more and was able to cope more and more with each situation that I kind of went through Mm -hmm. um and eventually now like and I was able to kind of get over a lot of that. So now it's more just OCD. And like that can, like I said, can manifest in so many different ways with intrusive thoughts, or as you see a lot of times, like excessive organization or you know, washing your hands three times, locking the door, stuff like that. So now, like in today's, like presently, I more struggle, I would say, with like anxiety and OCD from time to time, but OCD tends to flare up usually like in times of, you know, hard times. And what made me want to, just help people was the fact that I felt so alone going through that and like in seventh grade I was I and like I as many people who know me know like I care so much about people like I literally like would take a bullet for anyone like I just care so much so like when you have those thoughts that are so different than who you are it makes you question like I'm losing it like I'm like I'm crazy and I just thought like I don't want anyone to have to feel like they're alone in that and I just wanted to make it more normalized so that people know that that although it may not be like normal for your mental health disorder, those symptoms can be really normal and that doesn't make you a bad person. I love how we always go normal. Mm-hmm. Anytime we do that, we do the quotation marks. Yeah, because what is normal, right? Like- oh, 100%. Um, to back up a little bit, I feel like you um, hear this too. When people use OCD in a, in a phrase of like, oh, I like to organize stuff. I have OCD. And you're like, ah, that's not kind of how it works. Can you yeah. explain more, uh, maybe like an analogy or someone that doesn't know OCD to like make it easy for them to understand? Like, how would you oh, put yeah. it into simple terms so uh, someone that can understand it? Well, the main thing, and like I post this on social media all the time, like mm-hmm. at nauseum, but it's like, these are disorders, right? And I, it drives me crazy because with health, it's like, you know, we talk about physical health, but like your brain chemistry is off. That's what gives, like, what causes you to have mental disorders. So it's like, why do we care about physical health, but we don't care about the health of our brain, which in many cases, like in life or death cases, if they're brain dead, if people are brain dead, usually it's like, they're, they're pretty much dead. You know what I mean? But then when it comes to like chemicals and like balancing it, it's just, it, no one cares as much. And so with OCD, like what I've tried to put out there and it actually kind of started mostly on TikTok is funny because I posted one day was like, you know what? I have panic attacks sometimes still. So I'm like, what if I just give my, like what helps me with panic attacks? And that video actually got like 15,000 views. And I was like, holy heck. And people were commenting. We're like, thank you so much. And that was another thing that kind of launched me to want to help people with mental health. Um, But I always say like, if, you know, if you were diabetic and, you know, you took insulin, no one would say anything about that, right? You wouldn't go around and be like, oh, she's diabetic, like as a joke or as an adjective, like it wouldn't, wouldn't make sense, right? But with OCD, it's always, oh, you know, well, they're just so organized or I like things a certain way. So I have OCD. It's like, no, OCD is, could be very earth shattering. And even for people that do have like OCD with organization and stuff, it's not funny or quirky. Like it's to the point where it's causing issues in relationships and friendships. And so it's just not, it's just offensive, honestly, to say that if you don't have it, same with bipolar, you know, anorexic, if someone's skinny, oh, she's anorexic. Like, it shouldn't be a disorder should just not be used as an adjective. And I, you know, you would think in today's day and age, we would realize that, but unfortunately, like, that's just not the case. And, you know, it's, it's just something that shouldn't be used unless it's used in the right context because it's a disorder. You know, yes. what I mean? 
it's definitely uh, like an education thing that people don't know about. Like even, right. with, even with my therapist, like I didn't know what OCD was at the time. And I kind of asked her, I was like, hey, do I have OCD? And then she would ask me certain questions. She was like, ah, no. I was like, all right, good. Yeah. I, was like, I can't take out, I can't take any more uh, <laughs> like diagnosis. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Um, and then with the, with the eating disorder, was that like a medication thing that didn't make you want to eat? Because with me, with like ADHD, uh, it makes my hunger curb. So I need to like force myself to eat. Was it something like that? Or was it just something like a body image thing? Um, if you want to talk about it, if you don't, yeah. totally understandable. Oh, no. no, yeah, I'm so open about it. And same thing too, like this is just another little like self shameless plug, but I have like my blog, I have covered, try to cover everything like that I've gone through. So if anyone's listening and wants to like read into that more, you can always check out the blog. I forgot um, to mention that with the love brain. I could talk about your blog first and then you can go over uh, the, the eating yeah, disorder if you can. No problem. Yeah. So the blog was something that I started because of actually my TikTok videos was like, TikTok was like the first thing I kind of started with mental health <laughs> where <laughs> I was like, this is kind of fun. Like I'm kind of giving people like help in like a minute. And like, I saw a couple other videos people did about like anxiety. I'm like, you know, I've been through a lot. Like maybe someone can connect with me. And so I started with TikTok and I love the feeling that I was helping people. And I still like have people message me being like, Hey, I saw your OCD video today. Actually it was like, Hey, I saw your OCD video. It's like, could you just chat with me for a little bit? And just, can I just see if it's the same experience? And like knowing that I can help someone, it just makes me so happy. Nothing's more fulfilling for me. So I'm like, absolutely. So that was kind of like the inspiration with the blog was I wanted to just give people a much like deeper dive into everything that I've gone through and they can use it as a resource if you know if they can't afford therapy or something else like I try to list coping mechanisms and like what helps me and like relationship like how we deal with our relationship you know besides my disorders and how that all goes down and so the blog I think is a really good um resource for people who may not have any other resources or people who just don't want to feel as alone you know um and then as far as the eating disorder that kind of came about through my parents' divorce. And it was, I mean, it was a tough, it was a tough time on everybody. But I think at that point in my life, it was something I felt I can control. And it actually did start with health. Like I was having issues where I was passing out and I was dancing literally like, I think like 14 hours a week. So I was a competitive dancer in high school and I was like always dancing. Um, and I couldn't keep up, like physically, I couldn't keep up eating with the amount of calories I was burning. And so I would pass out and I had all these health issues because of it. But I lost a lot of weight still in that time. And I think I eventually like enjoyed the way I looked and I was like, oh, like I look good. And it was more so I think too, just about the control where it was like, okay, I have control over this. When so many things fell out of control, that was something that I could control was my weight and how I looked. And so that kind of stayed that way for Oh, I mean, honestly, all through high school, I would say I, it gets to the point I didn't even necessarily know it was a problem. Like even back then, I, I didn't know it was an issue until looking back. And I'm like, yeah, that was definitely like a manifestation of just trying to get control of my situation. I feel like high school is, is that type of moment where you are so self-conscious of your image and yep. the way you look and like how you act, what clothes you're wearing. So it does make sense. It would happen in that point. I feel like yeah. um, if you would agree. What totally. was your what was your turning point or something that you noticed that you were like I gotta get help this is this is ridiculous did someone say something to you did you just notice something well kids at school were pretty mean like a lot of the people like and I don't even know if you I mean you could consider them like friends like your friend group um not like my closest friends but some of like the extended would always make comments about my weight and be like 
you look like you're starving. And like, even then I didn't necessarily know it was a problem, honestly, until I started dating Vince. And then like food became like a fun thing for us where we'd be like, let's go get dinner. And like, I kind of fell in love with food again. Cause I literally like, I'm telling you right now, like in high school, I wouldn't eat breakfast or lunch, wouldn't eat anything. I'd go to work after school and I worked at a pizza place. And even then, like I would go and maybe at like six o'clock would have like a salad with like no dressing. Like that's what I was eating. So like I was not eating anything and I didn't even think it was a problem, which obviously looking back on it, yes, it was a major problem. But with you, we kind of made food like our fun well, thing. Yeah, well, you're dating in Italian. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the best type of food. Pasta yeah. all the time. Yeah. And I just kind of, yeah, yeah at Lumonati's, which was like one of the big Chicago pizza places so, here. I was like, oh, we. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then it kind of just, I was happier. Honestly, I had someone like stable, like I think the stability like of our relationship kind of replaced like me feeling the need to control my weight as much. And it kind of was like, okay, I have stability for like once in my life, I felt stable, which wasn't, didn't happen often with all the trauma that like me and my family went through. So that was kind of the turning point. And then looking back on it, I, I still to this day make sure, cause like I'll even have like binge episodes sometimes still and so, like, I'm still working on that. Um, but as far as like anorexia, like, or that, thankfully, it seems like hopefully that's in the past now. So, if you had to give a suggestion with someone battling that, what is uh, what is something that you would tell them or something comforting? I think as far well, the one thing that I learned too is like I attached so much of my self esteem to what I looked like. Like, I didn't think I had anything else going for me other than what I looked like, and a lot of that was because I never felt good enough, and that's just with growing up, like with dating, like with relationships, with friends, like mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. I always just never felt good enough. And I think the weight was like the thing I held on to where I was like, well, at least I like, at least I have a good body. So like, that's great. Um, so if I were to talk to someone with that, I would make sure to tell them like, your worth is not dependent on what you look like or how much you weigh. And I saw this one on, I think it was like a Ted talk. And they said, this one girl was saying, if you like, if you were just, if the whole world was blind and it was just based on like who you are, would you be a good person? Would you be beautiful based on who you are and not what you look like? And that was something that stuck with me because I just always tied beauty to what I looked like. And I realized like there's so much more beauty like behind that. And so I think for anyone struggling with anorexia or any kind of, you know, body image issue, which a lot of people are just because of social media and, you know, all that kind of stuff is just like your worth is more than what you look like. And you can find control over other things. It doesn't have to be control so bad that you know it's almost you're in control but it's like negative control at that point because you're only harming yourself so right so you so back up a little bit you guys are talking about food you guys are both from chicago or the <laughs> chicago area right yes. so are you guys a fan of deep dish pizza or are you just like regular deep dish yeah, so lumonati's is where i worked at. i worked there for three years and they have deep dish deep dish is all, it's worth the hype like I yeah, yeah. it is one of those things that like it lives up to the hype it is so freaking good so I I, I, I've been out to Chicago I had a blast out there I went to like the Billy Goat Tavern saw the oh bean. yeah yeah I, I had a blast deep dish pizza not for me it's like it's a lot it's it's, it's a lot it's special occasion pizza you can't really okay. eat it you know we did it's like a regular school, that's but... a problem good yeah <laughs> but it's I, like for, for most normal people, I guess. It's, it's a lot. It's um, greasy. It's thick. Like, yeah, it's yeah. a lot. It's a meal. 
it's you one corner slice you're going to take a nap right after yeah. i couldn't yeah. oh, eat yeah. it. i was like i'm done like we have the greek style pizza which is like the yeah. floppy kind like that's yeah. that's what we love um yeah that's super funny what is your go-to dishes in general like, what, what is for both of you well yeah deep dish pizza pepperoni oh yeah i love pepperoni. his mom makes the best vodka sauce pasta like yeah, in the world she makes it homemade homemade um, like typical great italian mom so i'm over at yeah. the house all the time like give me the food like yes. i'm here for yeah, it I'm definitely spoiled chicken parmesan, yep, chicken parmesan. I, I like chicken palm it's called chicken palm out here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. chicken palm um oh, that's so funny I, I had an Italian grandmother. We called her Nani. Do you guys? Oh, yeah, yeah that's she was cute. My Nani. Um, so with your relationship, so when did you guys start dating? What grade? So end of junior year. The summer going into senior year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you started uh, realizing your mental health in like seventh grade. You had issues um, with um, eating disorders in high school. Mm-hmm. How soon did you open up to Vince about these problems or did he know beforehand? Like what was your relationship like and how did you guys meet? I don't think you knew beforehand. Nah, I, 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 had no idea. <laughs> I kind of put on the like, I'm great. Everything's yeah. great. Like, you yeah, know, he, we went at school. A little bit closer, a little bit closer. Uh, our two closest friends were dating each other. So that's, that's how we met. Um, but I, yeah, I had no idea. I really anything. Yeah, no, he kind of, he learned along the way, but um, for not having, and like, he never really had experience, right, with any people with really mental health disorders or anything, so it was definitely new for him, I think, like, when we, when I first opened up, um, but, like, it is interesting, too, because a lot of, like, anxiety and stuff, like, can manifest in different ways, where, like, I might just, like, he might say something, like, as a joke, and I might start crying, and it's, like, kind of, like, not necessarily, like, like Like a good response like it's not something that should have made me that upset if that makes sense like things like that would kind of present in the relationship where I'd be like you know well that really hurt my feelings or I'll just have like a full-on breakdown he's like what did I do you know and I'm like no like it's not you like it's just you know my anxiety coming out or you know whatever I was going through and so and he knows like my family we've gone through a lot so he was there for kind of the end of a lot of our my family like turmoil and stuff and so I think he kind of learned with that like where some of like my stuff came from um and he was always super supportive too like when I started counseling again after I did counseling all through high school stopped like a year and a half and then went back to therapy and he was you know yeah exactly yeah he was like no you definitely should and yeah so he's been a really good support but I can tell you're the social butterfly and he's just like the relaxed guy. He's just yep. like, all right, just yep. Yep. Yeah, 100%. I, I balance each other out. Yeah. Totally. You, need, you need that. Um, yeah. With my wife, it took a while. Cause like, did you like, obviously you were very open at some point. So you was like, do you guys like sit down and be like, Hey, uh, I'm diagnosed with this. This is what I deal with. Like, how did you end up working with that? Like, and like Vince, how did you react to it when you heard it? Cause you were probably dealing with it before you really learned about it. So it must've been like a weird feeling and you're like, okay, uh, I got to figure this out to make this work. And that's like one of the toughest things to do. And I, I think people on our end, like me and Gracie, uh, commend you for that because it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. No. Oh yeah. I didn't really have that. It, it wasn't really that big of a deal for me when I heard it, you know, her diagnosis, because I mean, at this point, we were, you know, so many years in the dating. I was like, oh, I, that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah. Like um, it was just kind of putting a like name. That, to that's it. what OCD means. I didn't know that. Like I said, I thought it was, you know, the typical meme. Right. Where like the colored pens. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. So that's what it actually means. You know, 
you're diagnosed with it. So I guess it makes sense or, you know, there's explanations for it. Well, and he, like, I wasn't even, like, when we first started dating, I didn't get diagnosed for OCD until, like, two years ago. Like, not even. So I was battling these intrusive thoughts for, like, my whole life with no explanation where they came from. And so that was incredibly difficult on me because it's, like, I just thought I was a bad person. So I would punish myself. And a lot of times I try to push him away, too, because, like, something you do when you've been abandoned or, you know, you don't feel good enough, as I mentioned, like a really easy thing to do would be to push him away. So like, there were so many times where like, you know, I didn't even necessarily know I was doing it, but like, you know, I'd be, you know, say something mean or, you know, just be an emotional mess and just kind of try and like push him away so that like, you know, hurt someone before they hurt you sort of mentality. But he, he stayed around. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and he, here he is. he's still here. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, me and my wife uh, had similar things. I I think we both knew there was something wrong for the longest time. And I was doing good, I think, early in our relationship that it kind of progressed worse and worse. And uh, like I was getting down. And then finally, like I knew I always had anxiety and depression kind of. And then ADHD was a big thing for me. Like everyone's like, you have it. And like it was one of those things like when someone says, oh, you have OCD or whatever. But like in my heart, I was like, yes, I definitely have it. And I right. never got help because it was like 2003, four, like no one talked about mental health. Like yep. you, you were just crazy. If there was right. like a homeless yeah. guy walking down the street and he was like talking to himself, he was like, that guy's crazy, but yep. you didn't know his story. Yep. I was always nervous to go seek help. But uh, yeah, in school, I just, I just schmoozed my way through. I just made friends with the teachers. I always say C's and D's get degrees. Like, yeah. like thank Christ they don't put a GP, uh, GPA on your <laughs> diploma because I would have been yeah. terrible. Um so I always knew I had that. And once I got help with the ADHD, it was uh, it was like a like a really good feeling because I can like concentrate. Like obviously you see me looking around, but I'm so much more focused and uh, really good. I deal with like the manic um, and depression with the bipolar. Um, mm-hmm. But it is tough with my wife because she did see it and she stayed. She was strong with me. And uh, we definitely butt heads like any other any right. other couple. Um, we're both very animated. Um <laughs> So it's like, it's like very like, a, it's like a cartoon, like battle. <laughs> it's like the cloud of smoke when two people are fighting, just going around. Yeah. It's not really, we have fun. She's uh, I think with our coping mechanism is we make fun of it. Like I'm very like joking about it. And uh, like, she doesn't poke fun at me, but like we have fun with it. Um, yeah. We're like I mean? that yeah. too, yeah. for sure. Like, and I, and that's the thing too, like, you know, and as you're saying, everything can be, anything can be offensive really to anyone. Like mm-hmm. you never know what's going to strike someone's cord. And with OCD, like it does, it, it, it sucks when people say, you know, oh, oh, like I'm my OCD, like, cause it's like what I've gone through, like it's life altering and life ending for a lot of people who struggled with OCD and intrusive thoughts. Cause like they said, they didn't know what was going on. So they thought they were a horrible person, you know? And so like that for me, like sometimes is like triggering, but when we talk about anxiety and stuff, like we make fun of it sometimes too, because like, I, I mean, like, we'll be times where I'm like, I'm anxious. And he's like, well, when aren't you anxious? I'm like, true. You know, like we kind of joke around about it too, because it is like a way of coping. And sometimes like, it is kind of funny when you actually think about it. And you know, it's hard when you have an imbalance, but sometimes it's like, what am I anxious about? Like nothing, but, but I still have to be anxious. Like I still got to be nervous because you never know, you know? So we totally poke fun at it too, in our own way. And, you know, it doesn't upset us because it's just, sometimes it is kind of like funny even to me where even like after a panic attack I'll be like really like I just worked myself up that much over nothing you know and then I kind of laugh at myself because it's like oh my gosh like why'd I do that you know I, I always I, you might be the same way you always like predict conversations you're gonna have and then mm-hmm. like I like I was trying to raise money for like a competition I was doing for like uh 
children with cancer. And I was like going into this coffee shop and I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. So I went up to him with like my form and I was like shaking it. Like I was like, I was like, here you go. And I was like, Hey, do you, uh, and like, I was like talking in tongues. Like I, I made up my mm-hmm. own language and Lindsay's like in the back, like, <laughs> like, she, like she was trying to hold it together. And when we left, she was like, dude, like that was ridiculous. Like, I'm like, ah, I'm like I know I tried so hard not to be ridiculous, but, ah, oh, it was so, it was so bad. Um, love brain. Me and you have something in common. Uh, my good friend Caleb with Appetizers LLC. I have an app and you guys have an app. Talk yeah. about that. And so everyone pause this episode right now. <laughs> Go on your iTunes or your Google Play, type in Love Brain, download their app. You can read the blog, right? You can go mm-hmm. um, purchase your shirt. Yeah, you have a lot of stuff to do. I just have like my episodes and like stupid photos. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I like having it, but um, he made a great product. So shout out to Caleb with Appetize LLC. But yeah, definitely talk about your app. Yeah, no, well, thank you too, again, for connecting us with him. But yeah. um, he was awesome. Oh my gosh, like so, made it so easy. He had our app done in like two weeks, I think even less than two weeks. Um, yeah, I was super quick, but it's so exciting because although like obviously in, in any you know market like there are mental health apparel companies like it's not a you know brand new revolutionary idea mm-hmm. uh, but no one none of them at least at this point that we saw had apps and so we were like that would be so cool kind of give us a leg up because I, I mean me personally I love shopping on apps like for me I'd rather yep. have an app than like on a browser it just feels like more secure it's just easier to access um, and so we were like, we really want that for our customers where it's easier. And especially with the blog too, because sometimes online, like I'm one of those people I like to read things on my phone, like quickly if I can. So it's nice. Like anytime I have a new blog post, it, you know, we can send a notification and then, you know, people are able to read it, but we love our app and yeah. we have so much more that we want to add to it. Like I want to add some more resources and, you know, we've worked on our own uh, mental health journal. So that's on our site now. We want to try and get that over um, onto the app so it's downloadable, but yeah, the app is so cool. And I love your app for, I always listen to your podcast on your app, actually. So. I, re- I really appreciate it. And uh, it's funny, like using, uh, it's very easy, not easy, but it's like very oh, yeah. uh, organized to do. But the one thing that always drives me nuts is it's like, it's like in the, uh, the UK version. So like, the week starts on like Monday. Oh when yeah. I try to do a push notification. I'm like, wait, I was like, yeah. on the 18th. I was like, what yeah. is going on? It's so funny. You, what you guys should do, you guys should start a vlog. Like just like recording your weeks uh, just together. Like you guys have yeah, such yeah. a great dynamic. I think that would be fun for you guys. Um, yeah, that's a really good idea. Just another just another tool in your uh, Swiss Army knife of love. Brain. <laughs> and I love and I love early. I meant to say this, uh, your analogy with like the um, being in like a, um, having like brain damage and like you, you can't survive. Like I always said that I, I, I always mentioned that. And like my eyes like lit up when you said it, because I'm always like, I can break my arm, have a cast, and everyone feels bad for me. They can yep. see it. They understand that. And even if my arm got cut off, I can survive. Obviously, I'm going to hit about a depression, and I would have to get that fixed probably in my mind. But when it comes to your head, if you get your brain cut out, it's game over. Yeah. You know? And no one realizes that and don't treat it the same. So like when you call out of work sick because you're too anxious or need a mental health day, you're like, oh, my work's going to get so mad. They're going to get a doctor's note. I'm like, uh, and they're like, I'm crazy. There you go. Here's a, yeah. here's a sheet. Here's my, here's my prescription. Like, I don't know what you need. Right. And it is getting better with that. And a lot of um, companies are very um, helpful with mental health. And I read like, you got to be kind of open with them, but it, it is like a double-edged sword. Like, do I want to tell my job about my mental health? Because they can secretly not give somebody a promotion because of it without saying yeah. it. 
Yeah, and I, I think that's one of my biggest fears with my anxiety. It's like, I found, and I'm open about it now. And I, I realized my coworkers found my, found my podcast and I was like, <laughs> oh, here we go. And like, <laughs> and I got to tell them now. Yeah. I, know, I know people like mention it at work. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, I don't know that person. Different then, guy. <laughs> yeah. And then I go up, I'm like, we don't talk about it in here, <laughs> but no, they're very, uh, they're very supportive. It was funny. One of my coworkers downloaded my app and her name came up. So I sent her a text immediately and it was like a gif and it was like, <laughs> and it was That's like hilarious. two seconds after she did it. She was like, how did you see that so quick? I'm like, I'm on my podcast and my phone at all times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's so funny. No, but it is true with the, with brain stuff. It's just like, and it's the same. And it's the same like Sigma too, with even like addiction, like, and I'm a big Demi Lovato person. Like I've always loved Demi Lovato. She's always been like my inspiration and stuff. And like, with her, like, I always saw things where it's like, you know, if she would have died from her overdose. It would have been, we need to, you know, addiction's real. We need to help that. We need to do that. But because she survived it, she just gets memes and like gets people being, you know, making drug jokes. And like, it's the same sort of thing. Like they don't, people don't care. I feel like as much about a mental health until it, they lose someone because of it, or like it affects them personally. And then they can kind of address that. It's like an actual real life thing that all these people have to deal with every day and depression like that can be so bad that you don't get out of your bed for weeks at a time like it's not it's not a choice you know what I mean it's not a personality or disorder it's a disorder it's not you know you trying to be you yeah being lazy or like that's just it's just not the case and there's just so much stigma around and that's exactly why we launched this company so that we can spread the word and you know help like end that stigma so that people that need help first of all know they're not alone you know and can get help and not be judged for that so yeah we're in that circle of like um mental health and we can joke about it together but when it's the outside looking in making memes and jokes you're like come on like you're right. not part of the joke right you're, you're, you are right. making a joke about it right and, uh yeah Demi Lovato I obviously I always talk about it in my episodes she's also a jujitsu practitioner she's like a blue belt in jujitsu um so she was very open about that making uh she was saying that that helped her a lot and it helped me a lot um, cause your confidence goes up a lot, but I agree with the whole, like if she did like end her life, everyone would be like thoughts and prayers, all this would be the same people that are doing that. And I mentioned that with the whole Meghan Markle thing, yeah, like, yep. like she is an actress. Yeah, I get it. But if she went through with it, you'd be like, well, how, how did we, we wouldn't have known. Like we don't know. And it, yep. that infuriates me too. Cause you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. You have no idea. Like people make joking comments about suicide and then you're like, I don't know if they're just doing that to mask it. Cause I would always make like weird, weird, yep. um, weird comments. I'd be like, yeah, just, I, I cried all the way to work and I was hoping my car would drive off the road and like, right. they were like, Haha. and I was like, if they only knew. Yeah. <laughs> if they like, only knew. Yeah. So like yeah. a lot of people do do that. There's like cries for help and it's so hard. And I know I've been reading a lot of things. And I think you have too, is like how to talk about um, suicide with people mm-hmm. and how to approach it. Cause it's super awkward. Yeah, absolutely. You're like, you're like, are you gonna kill yourself? And they're like, how'd you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's tough, and it's tough to be um a support for a friend, family member, especially if you don't know about mental health. Like Vince yep. learned how to support you, and uh, lo- like loved you from the beginning. Learned about you, made it work. So that's hats off to you, Vince, for that. And that's uh, it's very difficult. And me and yeah. you, me, me and you agree. It's uh, like we're crazy. We're crazy, yeah. but, it, but it's, it's crazy in a different way that somebody can have that 
that mental capacity to try to figure it out and help and not run away. It's not mm -hmm. like the, it's like the fight or flight. You're like, yeah. all right, I'm out of here because I don't want to deal with this. Or you're like, you know what? It's not even that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. You know what I mean? And it's like any illness too. And like, I always say that. And I, I even actually have, I think I have a blog post or if not, I have one in the making about like family members trying to support someone who's sick. Because if you're supporting someone who's physically ill, it is just as hard to, to support someone who's has mental disorder issues too. And so something I always say too, is like, even though, you know, you have your own issues, you still have to try and like make you the best of it for yourself. Like any other disorder, you know, take your medicine, do the things you need to do to stay healthy because it's, it is really hard on this, on like the support. It really is. And it can cause, you know, issues if you're not communicating. And I think that's why, like with Vince, I told him like, Hey, like when I, when you notice me start acting like this, that's usually because something else is going on or like, you can kind of tell like if I'm starting to be this way, I'm probably just anxious. And then we kind of came up with, okay, when I am anxious or when I am in a panic attack, what can he do to kind of help me, you know, soothe me and calm down. And so then he remembered, you know, like, okay, she said to do this. And then he does that and we get through together. And it's just become like a partnership thing where we just, he just helps me through. And then sometimes like he might get overwhelmed for my issues because it, it's overwhelming. And so then I kind of try to help him and be like, I get it. Like I've been in a caretaker position for mental health and physical health my whole life. So I understand how hard that can be, you know? So just mm -hmm. open communication, I think is like the huge thing with relationships when you have disorders, like, what do I need to do when this happens? Same as if it was diabetes, what do I need to do when you're, you know, your insulin, you need insulin. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. With um, my wife, I always explained it to her once I started learning about it was, um, I would always, cause I, I feel like I always compared myself to the incredible Hulk where like, I would just snap and yep. uh, I would be like, ah, and I was like, she would try to not get in my way, but she would try to fix it right away. And I just wasn't hearing that it. Was like me. I was just, yep. whatever. So then I was like, you know what? I was like, explain it to her. Cause I love analogies and I love explaining it me and, too. Like, in a way that like I can dumb it down for me. So I always said like, I was like, I have a tractor beam, like just in front of me. And if like someone gets in that way, it's going to be bad. I'm like, you just need for me to like wear myself out like a toddler. Like, let me just mm -hmm. go for a walk, like go do my own thing and just like breathe. And I always forget to breathe. Like I'll be driving to work and like my toes are curled yeah. and then like I'm driving to work. Then all of a sudden I'm like, <gasps> like yeah. I'm just, it's like so weird. Yeah. So like once I start breathing and like thinking about like what just happened, um, it's good. And then I sucker her into like rubbing my back. I was like, if you rub <laughs> my back, I'll feel like way better. And I'm like, sucker. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, funny. it's fantastic but i wanted to tell you guys uh i know we're we're new friends but i can't say how happy and proud i am for what you guys are doing mm -hmm. to to be at your age at 21 and fighting what you fought from you were like getting like a boxer like getting beat up <laughs> like you were rope-a-doping uh every which way and that's you are a strong great person you have a great support system but again i'm super proud of you guys for what you're doing i wish i got help at that age and anyone that's listening at whatever age you are, it's never too late to do. And it's never too early to do. And I love that about you guys. And I tell everyone that I'm like, love brain is great because they're like 21 year old kids that like are entrepreneurs have their own business. And they're like, you know what? Mental health, it's normal. Like, this is what we do. So. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, we no appreciate problem. That. Yeah, no, it's, it doesn't go unnoticed. And I, and like, um, I always tell people I'm like, buy their shirt. It's cool shirts. Oh, thank you. Cool <laughs> yeah. Shirts. We love our apparel. It's yeah, so fun. Yeah. It's should. just fun. Love brain, love your apparel, you know? Yeah, there you go. There um, you have it. 
I think what's my uh, promo code? Anyone listening? Is it 20 Tim for 10%? Uh, 20 off? Tim, um, capital T-I-M. So 20 capital T-I-M. So anyone on here, obviously I'll post the website. If you go on there, um, use my promo code. It's kind of cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get 10% off and you get a pretty slick shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I always like to have fun at the end of the episode. I, I gave you guys a heads up before because I never like to put people on the spot for uh Silly stuff. I wouldn't say dumb mm-hmm. stuff, but it's silly stuff. Um, it was funny because I messaged you beforehand and I was like, yeah, everyone does like family, friends and all that junk. And I was like, yeah. and the second I said it, I go, who says that? And you're like, yeah, yeah. all that junk. I'm like, it's not junk. All right. I'm like, yeah. I just say that stuff. And I always do that. I always do like not demean, but I always dumb it down. I'm like, yeah, that's boring shit. <laughs> just so bad. But I st- let's start with, um, the movie and music suggestions like a music is a big part of me like if you love Demi Lovato I I, I assume you're, you guys are big into music so what mm-hmm. would be a song that like gets you through like bad times or makes you happy or just something that you listen to that you would be like you know what you guys gotta check this out um for me it's Skyscraper by Demi Lovato of course and actually I have a tattoo that says Skyscraper um on me and the whole reason I did that was because I was like as we kind of talked about too like with physical stuff you can see a scar you can see like that someone's been through something but I felt like with mental health you can't physically see all that I've like been through and so skyscraper was when she actually was in treatment she was in treatment originally in Chicago and so skyscraper is actually about Chicago about mm. the skyline and so that was so powerful because I'm from Chicago so that was one where I was like oh my gosh and just because the whole point is about like rising up after you fall and you know, growing. And that was right when she got out of treatment and that was written during treatment. And so that was so powerful for me. And so any hard days, like, I love that song um, for you. I don't think I told you about that. He's a country boy. Um, yeah. okay. You know, what's that I, one, the boat song? He has a pontoon boat that he just. Yes. Loves. Yes. But hey, there's um, one song that you love that played. I in think it's home. called it's called Pontoon. Yeah. Yeah, probably like, that. Yeah. Pontoon. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't have anything that's yeah, you know, it's a hidden message that I can remember. Yeah, I'm trying to think if you got to get a pontoon tattoo. I'm the same way with like mental health tattoos. Like, I, I don't know if you saw that. My, my little uh, bipolar tattoo I got on my I shoulder. Saw, I oh, love yeah. that with the smiley yeah. faces. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. My buddies were always like, don't be afraid to wear it. And I was like, huh, wear it. Let me get yeah. that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to permanently put it on me. How about yeah. that? Yeah. And my wife for my birthday uh, made the same logo on a sweatshirt. So that it's a very comfy sweatshirt too. So Oh, that's um, so cool. Yeah, very nice. Oh, and then um, what's like a movie you guys love that um, that gets you like same feelings? Well, it's hard because like there's a movie. I One of the movies that's so dumb that I just love because it just makes me laugh no matter what mood I'm in, which sometimes you need that. Sometimes you don't need like too much of a deep movie is Couples Retreat with like Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah, I don't hilarious. know why that movie kills. Like I've been in the worst moods, like absolutely. Like, clinically depressed and I will watch that movie and still manage to like laugh so for yeah. some reason I love that you, you like yeah what's your favorite you like the um the employee of the month of that the one's month. funny yeah, exactly. with uh Dan Cook yeah. I think so. yes yeah uh it's funny I work at Home Depot so it's kind of like a similar it's thing like a so, yeah you know the retail environment so I just thought it was very successful. I'm like that's kind of what we do sort of yeah. <laughs> um Couples Retreat's great. There was like, a, I think Love the year movie. it came out, I watched like five times when they showed up. He's like, this looks like a screensaver. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But Vince Vaughn is like legendary and um, he's hilarious. Oh, he cracks me up. There was a movie that just we watched where he plays like a serial killer and it's like freaky I've Friday that. where they switch bodies. Um, Lindsay didn't really like it, but I thought it was a cool idea. And it was like the only one, it was the part like Vince Vaughn could only play that part because he has to play like a 16 year old girl. So like he gets mad sassy and stuff. Oh so, my yeah. God, we got to watch that. Yeah, we yeah, love yeah. Vince it's Vaughn very movies. good. Um, and then also, I had you guys think of three kind of like out yes. of the box, three ridiculous things, uh, because not all that junk, uh, yeah, not the junk this, of yeah. family, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they, they, they already got enough love, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go ahead, well, well, the first one, he wrote them, of course, to get warm, he bugs me for four months, and like that's my nickname, yeah, he's like, it's right in 50, time to go, yep. Pretty cheeseburgers is my second one okay um, it, it always put me in a good mood no matter what what type of cheese you use it huh what type of cheese oh cheddar cheddar mm-hmm. and pepper jack's good too yeah definitely those two and then my third one is knob creek it's a whiskey um yeah. and specifically the maple flavor Literally i don't know it's something it's something with maple whiskey that i it just sits good with me so good. have you tried the bacon whiskey yet um oh, i didn't God. even know that existed yeah there's a bunch yeah. of crazy whiskeys out there I've, I've had knob creek too that is a good one i um for burgers i've been putting mozzarella cheese on mine i love the Ooh. mozzarella yeah it's a little bit different but i, I like say, mozzarella cheese different. yeah a little italian yeah. and a little italian yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i know i get a little bit italian i mean that's why i talk with one hand yeah oh i always talk with my hands <laughs> yeah all i feel like i'm always being like a magician or like doing the robot <laughs> i don't know i don't even mean to do it um but what about you gracie I well first off, I love donuts, like Krispy Kreme donuts have my heart. So that was one. I'm like, I, I gotta mention them. They make me so happy. My second one is my hair straightener because I have crazy curly hair. So when really? I can straighten it, yeah, yeah I have very know. curly hair. Do you not like the curly hair? Because I've never seen it. I like it, but it's just so knotted. Like people don't realize like with curly hair, like it's not always the same. Like every day is different. So like you can look like a supermodel or you can literally look like you like came out from under a bridge and it's just like a knot on the top ah. of my head. So <laughs> usually I like to straighten it like when I wear it down. Otherwise it's like always up 95% of the time because it just drives me nuts. But my hair straightener, I'm very thankful for. Nice. And my third one is just white wine. Any kind of white wine. I'm a wine drinker. Pinot Green. Yes, yes. I'm a big Pinot Grigio. We like um, not as much Moscato. We like Riesling. Moscato is a little too sweet, but Riesling is good. Um, but Pinot Grigio is really good. So. I like I like white wine. I've never really liked red wine. I always feel like I'm taking a sip of juice and I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't like it. It's like the and same thing. And it's bitter. With, yeah. It's like the same thing with watermelon. And I feel like every time a tomato, I feel like a tomato is a fake watermelon. It has like that same, <laughs> like I, every time I bite into one, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this should be a watermelon <laughs> instead. But I love I, white wine drunk is like one of the best drunks, like best like buzz and it's like my go-to at weddings because i just get yeah. like super funky and start dancing around <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah white wine's great that's a good one yeah, um love it i thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to link up with me and finally do this i've been dying to do it with you guys um it's so cool that like this is the first time we actually seen face to face it's always know, it's always yeah. instagram through the voice message or yeah. or just silly chats um but yeah pl- plug everything that you guys have like uh instagram names um websites like everything you got what do you got 
Yeah, we, we're on like almost every platform at this point, but our big ones are Instagram, which is just Love Brain Co. So L-O-V-E Brain Co. C-O. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook, I think is also Love Brain Co. Twitter is the only one that Love Brain Co. has taken. So it's Love Brain Co. and the number one. Cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Dang people. Um, And then we also are on, I, I usually talk about my TikTok more because it's pretty much Love Brain. I mean, I advertise Love Brain on there. And it's, yeah. I do a lot of, so that mine is um, Gracie Pilger. I think she's Gracie Pilger. Yeah, Gracie Pilger. Um, and then I think that's it. YouTube, we're like starting yeah, we to, just started. we just, we're starting to try and get some videos up, but that's pretty much it. And then our app, obviously, as you mentioned, check that out in our blog. Yeah, right yeah. Week, so. we'll definitely do that. Yeah, definitely download the Love Brain app. And then if you want, download the 2010 Minutes app. But yeah, we got to show up our shirts one more time yes. so I can, I can do a screen this grab. Yeah, yep. and the stigma, perfect. I might buy that one too. We got to put it on the website. So Love Brain. Thank you guys so much. Thank you Hopefully for you having us. Yeah, for sure. We'll definitely have you guys back in the future if anything changes. Oh, yeah. You guys Anytime. Once you guys blow up, I'm just riding your coattails to the top. So we're like, riding your coattails. No, no way. No <laughs> way. I'll be I'll be like your personal driver or your assistant oh, or, or your bodyguard. I'll do anything. Um, you guys just pay me in shirts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys so much. Have a great day. I love you guys so much. I always have to oh, tell people that. I love you guys so much. And again, nothing but positive vibes and the best things for you too. Thank you. Um, So have a good one. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.